Yes, people, what's going down? Welcome to another bonus chin check. So, just one event this week. It was UFC from Mexico City. We had the um, the big fight night. It was Yar Rodriguez v Jeremy Little Heaven Stevens. So, um, hey, it was some real good fights. Some controversy. Let's get into it right now. Okay, so we just had UFC Fight Night 159. Yaya, Yaya Rodriguez against Jeremy Stevens. Uh, this took place in Mexico City. And... Yo, we had some great fights. This was definitely a fun card. It's always a bit... ah, You know what I mean? When you're fighting at such high altitude, you, you realise that people are going to get gassed if they haven't prepared properly. And there's always a few people that think... Eh, I can turn up on the day or... You know what I mean? And they get crazy gassed. So, you worry, like, how sloppy is this going to be? But, God damn it, we saw some... Ah, oh, we saw some great fights. We really did see some great fights. Um, Like, I think I'm going to start off with the... um. Early, I think it was in the early prelims. It was um, Paul Craig against Vinicio, um, Maria, Maria, Moraya. Uh, so that was at light heavyweight, and um, man, this was a ah, oh, this was a good fight. So, um, Vincius came out trying to pressure Craig. You know what I mean? He backed him up to the fence, um, and, and he was trying to lock him up. He was trying to clinch him up, uh, kind of wear his weight on him. You know what I mean? Just put that pressure onto Craig. So, you're like, okay. Alright, I mean, that kind of makes sense in this altitude and everything. But then he pulled guard. Which is like... I don't think it was, it was a necessary to pull guard in that situation. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, okay. W what are you doing? So, um, yeah, they're, so they're playing for position now. You know what I mean? Um, like, Vincius isn't... Like, he pulled guard, but he's not really attacking with anything. Um, Craig is, you know what I mean? He, he's just trying to um, improve his position a bit. So they're doing that. Then we get a... Um, you know what I mean? It, it was like a reversal to stand... 
So um, Vincius is, you know, he, he tries to stand and um, Craig lands a knee. Oh, man. He lands this horrible knee to um, Vincius's chin. Man, I, I, it, the, the knee rocked him. You know, it, like, it really knocked him. And he goes down. Then, um, yeah, Craig, he he lands... Um, well, I think he actually landed two knees. So, the initial knee didn't... Like, it landed, but it wasn't as clean. Then the second knee... Oh, my God. Second knee was ridiculous. My man goes down... So then Craig follows up with some ground and pound. He lands a, a few oh, crazy shots. Crazy shots. Um, yeah. But at that moment, you're thinking, all right, the ref is going to jump in. Ref is going to jump in. Ref doesn't jump in. Um, and Vincius kind of tries to turn away so he's on kind of like all fours Craig jumps on his back sinks in you know what I mean that rear naked and it's done it is done Craig ah gets the win it, it was it was a great a great performance from Craig, man. It really was. So, um, yeah, that that was a really good fight. The next fight, so I think I probably Angela Hill against Arena Camalosi. Now, so this was in at the you know strawweight division, and um. Man, so coming into this fight, Arena looks jacked. Oh, she looks so jacked. And you're just thinking, God damn it. She, you mean, if she lands, she's going to take Hill's head off. You know? Oh, and that is exactly what she was trying to do straight out the gate she's coming for heel and she is throwing with oh just horrible intentions you know what i mean she really wants to take that head as a trophy thing is though heel really utilizes her movement so well so well and and she's just sidestepping circling away from the power hand and and just yeah being evasive then she's um you know coming in with a one two landing good one twos then moving away and what she did really well so in the um in the exit from an exchange, she's able to land. She like she was throwing elbows or knees. 
you know, and she did that so well. You know, it's like, I think the first round was probably the best heel has looked in the UFC. It was such a great performance, you know. Um, yeah, so the second round, second round, it, it, it's, uh, it's a weird one because heel noticeably t- slows down noticeably slows down and I think she arrived like two three weeks early in Mexico so you're thinking all right she should be acclimatized you know she she's been talking about all the cardio that she's been doing and everything like that so it's just a bit like why is she so tired this is this is weird. So it was just like, is she carrying an injury or something? But yeah, in that second round, Arena is able to land a lot more shots. And she's hitting with some big shots as well. And at the beginning, you're thinking, oh shit. Like, maybe this is like you just turning around. I think this could be a turnaround. But as the round went on, he was then able to um, utilize those knees and elbows she was using in the first round. And she was using those to keep Arena at bay. So, yeah, it was really close that round. I think it could have gone either way. So it possibly going into the third, it's one all, you know. Third round starts and Arena again comes out hard. You know, really trying to apply the pressure, knowing she has to win this round for the win. Um Hill, it's she she gets she seems to have got a, a bit of a second wind. But she's definitely got better movement in this round. And again, she's using the knees and elbows. And on one exchange, Arena comes in to pressure Hill against the fence. Hill throws this slicing elbow. And you just hear straight away, the ref's like, stop. And we're like, Oh, what the fuck just happened? And then Arena turns her head around. And the gash on her head is... It's just going down, uh, like, from the forehead. Then, like, through the eye and slightly down the cheek. And it's just ble- blood just coming. And you're just like... Oh, fuck. That doesn't look good. Now, we've seen worse cuts, but this isn't great. Do you know what I mean? This It's not a great cut. The doctor comes in, and yeah, it's done. Hill wins by um, TKO. Yeah, Dr. Stoppage. Which, um, definitely a good look for Hill. Because a perform, yeah, her UFC career's been up and down. Like when she first left the UFC and went to Invicta, 
her run in Invicta was some just, we saw great form and really good consistency. But coming back to the UFC, she struggled. It seems like she struggled to find that consistent form on that same level. So maybe this will be a start of a new run. Because, I don't know, I don't know what happened in the second, but if she can fight like she did in that first round, man, people are going to be in trouble, for sure. So, next fight was at featherweight. So, we had Marco Polo Reyes against Kyle Nelson. And this is Reyes' first fight featherweight, so he was dropping down from lightweight, so you're thinking, I, homie's dropping down, so, you know, he, he should be the stronger fighter, he should be the bigger fighter, should, you know, I mean, carry that power down, because he was getting knockouts at lightweight, so, you know, he should be able to carry that power down, um, yeah, I, I'm, so this fight, so they they come out and they're at, you know what I mean, they meet center's cage. Center cage, and Reyes is throwing. Reyes is throwing some really fast, crisp attacks. You know what I mean? Just, he is looking sharp. Crazy sharp. Now... Nelson is, he's using good defense, you know what I mean, he, he, he's stepping back, stepping to the side, j- just enough to avoid getting hit for the most part, right, um, then he's able, you know, he comes in and, and he, he gets Reyes in a clinch, you know, so he gets him in a clinch up against the fence, and, um, you know, for a moment, they're fighting hands. They're fighting hands, trying to get good position. So Nelson kind of looks like he's backing up, and then he throws. Um, man, he he throws a, a a few knees, throws a few knees, then comes over the top with an elbow, and yo. This elbow just hits Reyes, and Reyes is stunned. You know what I mean? You just see this expression in his face, like, oh? And, um, yeah, it's just like, oh, shit. Then Nelson, he, like, he throws, he throws a few knees, couple of uppercuts, which... Kind of land, but nothing crazy clean. But then he throws a, a big overhand right, which now so Reyes he kind of spins around slightly, so he's turned around slightly. Nelson then throws a couple of straight punches. Referee just jumps in because Reyes is out. He is out on his feet. Out on his feet, man. It's like, whoa. No one expected Nelson 
to come in and do that. And trust me, the Mexican crowd are not happy. They are really not happy with what just happened. It's like, oh shit. So then we've got the main fight on the prelims. So we've got Jose Alberto Quinones against Carlos Hashin. Um and um yeah, Quinones is the hometown fighter, so he's getting ah, uh, he's getting the pops. But you know, what we know with Hashin, he yo, he throws hard. Hard. Um so yeah, we're like Man, so they come out, it's a little bit tentative, you know, throwing out some feeler shots, everything like that. Then Quinones throws a big shot that puts Hakeem down on the mat. He's like, whoom, goes down. Quinones tries to take advantage, but Hakeem, nah, he, he, he survives, gets to his feet. Um, you know what I mean? Then, um, yeah, Hakeem's like, he starts to throw some, some big shots. He's trying to get back that, that knockdown. You know what I mean? So he's throwing some, like, fastball right hands. You know what I mean? Just like, whoo, they are just winging, winging out, which is, right, crazy. Um, but Quinones, yeah, I mean, he, he's using, like, real good movement, he's avoiding everything that's coming to him, and he's just throwing out that jab, throwing out a few, like, few kicks, keeping Hakeem at bay. Second round, and, um, Quinones catches Hakeem off guard, with just a really well-timed takedown, which comes pretty early in the round. You know what I mean? They've just thrown out a few feeler shots, all of that. Then out of nowhere, boom, Quinones lands a takedown. So he gets off some some good shots, some good shots on the ground. And, um, yeah, he he's... Uh, yeah, he's just keeping him there. You know what I mean? He's just holding Hakeem down. Um, just using his 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 weight, using his weight to really kind of just suck the energy out of Hakeem. So, I think the third round starts. Hakeem knows he needs a knockout to win this fight. And Quinones knows that too, so he's just like, you know what, fuck all that jab, and no feeling out punches, no time wasted, he just goes in straight away, gets the takedown, and um, yeah, he, he starts to land some good elbows, oh man, and really gets some just great control time. You know, great control. He's, I think he spent like three, four minutes 
on top of Hakeem on the ground. So they're back on their feet. And um, yeah, Quinones just uses his movement to just stay away. Just stay away, not really put himself in any danger. And um, yeah, he takes that unanimous decision for the win. Which, yeah, you're just like, obviously. You ain't, there was only one winner in that fight. So now we get into the um into the main card. Man. Whew. It was just like so we've had some fun fights on the prelims. You know what I mean? So you're just like, okay, this is going pretty well. So the first fight on the main card, we've got um Martin Bravo against um against Stephen Pettersson, and, um, yeah, so this fight is in the featherweight division, it's in the featherweight division, and, um, god damn it, this was crazy, so in the first round, Bravo, like, he, he came out, and he's applying just Loads of pressure on Pedersen. Loads of pressure. He's landing shots. You know, he's landing some real good shots on Pedersen. And, um, yeah, Pedersen just seems to be struggling. He really seems to be struggling. Um, he, he goes down, which, I don't know, I, I think it... Bravo hit Pettersson with a leg kick, a leg sweep. And I, I think it was more of a sweep than a punch that kind of put him down. You know, but yeah, so he goes down and, um, you know, he gets up, but he's just looking gas. Pettersson isn't looking great, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's not looking great. And towards the end, end of the round <sighs> like Bravo's just pouring it on Pettersson seems to fight a bit of rhythm at the very end but it's clearly clearly Bravo's round you know what I mean just yeah <laughs> there's there's no question about that one so, um, second round starts, right? And Bravo lands a quick takedown, but can't hold Pettersson. Pettersson's up pretty much straight away. Then, like, they're exchanging shots, and Pettersson definitely looks a lot better now. He's looking a lot sharper. So they're landing, man. They're, they're both landing real well. Um, but, like, Bravo's thinking, all right, all right, you think you're coming at me? All right, no worries. And he goes for a spinning back fist. So it was weird. So Bravo's gone for a spinning back fist. It, he's about 180 you know, he's halfway through the rotation. And P 
Pettison starts to spin too. So when Bravo comes fully round, he he misses Pettison. And Pettison's on his rotation round and square on the chin. Bravo is out. He is Sparko. Because it's just like, didn't see it coming. He's just turned around and smack. Gets a fist, bang on the chin. He goes down. Pettison, I mean, he, he throws a couple of shots. Lands one, referee gets him away before he can land the second. That punch did not need to be thrown. Because, yeah, Bravo was out cold. It was crazy. A great, definitely a great win for Pettersson because he did not look great in that first round. So it was just like, yo, do you know what I mean? I think no one really saw that shit coming. So next fight, we are at the women's bantamweight, and we've got Arena Aldana, hometown fighter. Against Vanessa Mello. Um, so, Mello's first fight in the UFC. Um, she was a... Uh, I think she was a late replacement. Um, I forget the girl who had to pull out. But yeah, she was a late replacement. Um, and she she came in five pounds over. So, um yeah, you know, and and you wondered, because Melo missed weight, it was like, will she be able to survive at this altitude? So, I mean, you know Brazil's hot. You know, like, there's some high altitude in Brazil, but is she going to be able to, you know what I mean, just last the distance? In a high-paced fight. So. I think Melo comes out. Looking. You know I mean? She's trying to land a big shot. And you're thinking. Okay. That kind of makes sense. Because she wants to get it done quick. Because. You know. She may be concerned about her gas tank. So she's coming out. Looking for the head. But. How done her. Oh my god, Aldona just put on a masterful display. She, I, I think this might have been the best she has looked. And she's had some great performances in the octagon. But this performance was just something special. Something special. But she used great footwork. Just really good movement. Her boxing was so slick. And she's utilising leg kicks and just all of this as well. So she's putting it all together. All together. The the only thing she didn't really do was use her jiu-jitsu. But... Everything else, she's just looking superb. And, um, 
yeah, she she's doing it the entire fight. Like, essentially every round is the same. And it's Melo trying to close in on Aldana. Aldana just putting on a boxing display. And the thing that she was doing really well was going for the body. So whether it was body shots, you know, she was landing good hooks to the body, jabs to the body, some kicks to the body, but just like everything that is just so smart to do against a fighter that misses weight. But you, you kind of figure that they could be a bit compromised. So landing to the body, kind of sucking all that energy out of them. Man, Aldona was just doing that. Uh, and it was so great. Now, getting to the third round, Melo did land a few more punches than in the first and second. And you're just always a bit worried because all it takes is one big shot. One big shot. But Aldana, very composed. You know what I mean? Just so skilled. And just, yeah, continue to use great movement, great combinations, and just the diversity in her attack. So, um, yeah, Aldana gets the, the unanimous decision and it was uh, just a fantastic display. Just a fantastic display. So, you know what I mean? Ah, the, um, yeah, the home crowd was very happy with that. So, next up, we're at the um, flyweight division. And we've got uh, Askar Askarov making his UFC debut. Um, and he's a Dagestani fighter. So we all know how tough those Dagestani guys are, right? And he was fighting Brando Moreno, who's, um, yeah, back in the UFC. So, when um, there was questions about the 125 division going, a lot of the fighters got cut, and Moreno was one of those fighters. So, you know what I mean? He, he made a little run in the LFA, won the belt. So, yeah, this was his first fight back in the octagon. And, um, yeah, this was a really good fight it it was a yeah just a great fight like bravo comes out and he starts to throw some really good shots because i think in his first run in the ufc he, I, he was using getting a lot of takedowns you know his jujitsu was the thing now he was he did stand up sometimes, you know, like his fight against Sergio Pettis was on the feet. But his striking, like, it wasn't the best. But, yo, this fight, his striking looked a lot better. And, he's throw, and he was throwing heavy, like some heavy shots, man. 
Um, and you know, he landed some great shots. He landed some real good shots, which really made Askarov go, um, yeah, fuck this jazz. And so he took took Moreno down. Um, and yeah, he he was like, you know, hey, he. He's going for position. He's trying to improve his position and everything like that. Trying to land some ground and pound. But Moreno's doing a good job. But really kind of stifling the shots. But when um, Moreno's trying to get to his feet. Trying to make a transition. Askarov gets the back. So he takes the back. And... um, yeah, then then he's just he's he's threatening with the rear naked. Like Moreno's doing a good job at avoiding it, but yeah, the threat is there. Um but Moreno does he does get to reverse and end up on top. And he, while on top, he lands some good ground and pound on Askarov. Um, but Askarov gets up. So, uh, you know what I mean? Kind of gets into a better position. But when they're on their feet, Moreno starts tagging him up with some shots. Then the round ends. So, second round. And it is pretty much like the first round. So, uh, Moreno lands some good shots. Askarov's like, nah. And he takes him down. So, yeah, you know. But again, um, Moreno's able to get up pretty quickly. Askarov lands another takedown. But then Moreno gets up. And... Ends the round with Moreno landing a head kick and some shots that kind of stun Askarov. So Askarov is looking shaky, definitely looking shaky. Third round starts, Moreno gets a takedown of his own, and from there, pretty much. Controls the round. Go. He lands some real good ground and pound. Um. Then he gets the back and he he's attacking with the rear naked. Um. Yeah. Which, which was like okay. That was man. So you're thinking, all right. I think Moreno takes the fight. Like, he definitely won the third round. Definitely won the third round. And although he got taken down in the first and second, Moreno was the one that landed the best shot and rocked Askarov. And Askarov isn't really able to land a lot when he's kind of got... Moreno on the ground So you're like Huh Okay Okay Yo It It's a draw The fight ends in a draw 
And look, I have to say, I wasn't mad from the point of view that, you know what? I kind of feel that it's good that we see more draw because there's definitely been fights where you think, all right, I mean, that should have been a draw, you know. So, to fact that there was a draw, you're like, okay, okay, yeah, that's kind of good. But, I have to say, I do feel Moreno won that fight. And, um, yeah, the crowd were not, they're not pleased. <laughs> the Mexican crowd were not pleased. They, they, they really... Um, yeah, they're not happy with one of their fighters. They, you know, what I mean, loses or or they feel is robbed. So there's that. <laughs> there's that. So now we're at the co-main event, and so we got Carla Esparza, who. So this is a strawweight fight, and Carla Esparza was the first strawweight champion. So she's now fighting. Alexa Grasso and um, Grasso looked phenomenal in her last fight against some um, Karolina Kovejevich. So um, yeah, you're like, oh, what's gonna happen with this? And um, so yeah, first round, Esparza. No, she's um, she does a really good job. Uh, uh, Kind of drawing Grasso in with a lot of feints. Yeah, you know she she's throwing a lot of feints, and she lands like early on. She lands first, you know what I mean. But then Grasso, yeah, she gets her range. She gets her range and starts to land some real good shots on Esparza. So Esparza's like, alright, you know what I mean? She does an Asker off and she takes Grasso down. Um But Grasso gets up with no damage. Um lands some good shots, but then Esparza takes her down again. Um you know, Grasso gets up before the end of the round and lands some good heavy shots. But Mm, actually, I'll make that point in a minute. Okay, so second round. Um, yeah, second round is pretty much like the first round. But, um, yeah, Grasso is definitely better at her um, takedown defense in the second. So she, avo- she, you know what I mean? She stops a lot of the attempts. But, you know, she gets taken down. Okay, gets taken down, but on the feet, Grasso, yeah, she's landing some great shots. You know, landing some real good shots. Um, but yeah, you know, Sparza does get some takedowns, and she got maybe a couple of takedowns again in the second round. So third round. You know, like Grasso, like yeah, like you can see that she she's 
very determined in this third round. And um, she does some real good work in the stand-up. And rocks Exparza. Exparza is rocked. You know what I mean? Um, Grasso gets a takedown of her own. And, um, yeah, there, there's a transition. Um, and, uh, she go she goes for the armbar. Um, Espresso, um, Esparza gets on top, but Grasso still has the arm. Still has the arm. And manages to throw up and land the armbar. So, this armbar looks to be in deep. Man, looks to be in deep. But I, I think it's... I think it's Grasso's... She's not... I think the problem was she wasn't using her legs... So she's trying to twerk the arm with her upper body, but she's not using her legs to really, you know, really kind of exert that pressure. And the elbow was a bit low. So, yeah, Esparza's able to escape. But while she's escaping, Grasso throws her legs up, and um, nearly gets her in a triangle. So she she's kind of got the triangle. She's throwing up some vicious elbows. While um, Esparza's head's there. And she's like laying in with the elbows. Uh, but yeah, doesn't quite have the triangle. Um, and Esparza, yeah, you know, she escapes. Um, and is on top. Like, Grasso, like, she gets up, and, um, you know, before the, before the round is done, she lands some more really, really good shots, and so, yo, so this is, is another tough fight, it's another tough fight, because on the feet, it's like the Moreno-Askarov fight, on the feet, Grasso, Man, she's laying she's laying it down. You know what I mean? She's cracking Esparza. She's stunned Esparza a few times. You know, so there's that. She go you know what I mean? She has two close submission attempts. But Esparza takes Grasso down. Now, the thing is, although Esparza takes Grasso down, I think, four times, four or five times, right? In those attempts, she isn't, she's not landing any damage. So she throws a few light little punches that kind of land on Grasso's body, but there's no, like, big shots that land on Grasso's chin or head at all. Going, she's not landing any of those, any of that vicious ground and pound. Mainly because of, I think it's just a length thing. For the Sparza is, you know, she's short, Grasso's a lot taller, and she utilizes that to keep herself safe. 
So it is a tough fight, but I kind of feel it is Grasso gets to win because she's done the more damage throughout the fight. Ah, but it, you know it's a split decision. Esparza gets the win, which yeah, it's a bit like, huh? Okay, mm, I don't. Not really down with that. And yeah, crowd not happy. Not happy with the decision. But you know, main fight. So everyone's just like, yep, yep. Okay, let's get it going, baby. So we got Jeremy Stevens comes out. Yeah, he's getting booed to shit, obviously. Yair comes out and the crowd goes wild. Oh my god, the crowd is in a frenzy. They are so happy to see him. They're looking forward to this fight. It's crazy, right? So, fight starts. Oh, and, and this fight is at um Flyway. Flyway? Oh, 145 featherweight. Oh, always get fly and feather mixed up, right? Yes, it's, it, this fight's at featherweight, right? So fight starts. Yair lands a leg kick, and you know, what I mean? Wait, he he's turning around. He's trying to avoid Stevens' punch, and he's got his arm out straight. Which, you know, and he brings his arm down. Now, he he's, when he, you know, his arm's out straight, he, he's kind of pushing against Stephen's head to keep him off balance and keep him away. But when his arm, hand comes down, it, like, he kind of catches Stephen's in the eye. So it's not, like uh, one of these crazy eye pokes that we sometimes see where like man the finger goes in the eye up to the knuckle or something horrendous like that but straight away Stevens is clutching his eye Herb Dean I and I was like okay all right you know what I mean? Are you okay? What's the situation? And you know, Stevens like, oh my eye! I I can't open my eye. And um, Herb is like, look, that happens. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you enough time. Um, and then we'll get the doctor in. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like if you get poked in the eye, your eye can spasm. But you know, give it a bit of time, and all will be good. So, um, yeah, that happens, and um, so the doctor's like, oh, what's going on? And he's like, listen, his eyes are a bit fucked, but I'm going to give him five minutes, then we're going to assess it. So doctor goes over, and he's like, oh, can you, and, and Herb's like, listen, I'm giving him five minutes, then we'll look at the eye, and, and Herb is doing everything he can to ensure this fight can carry on 
And it was a really good job by Herb Dean. But the five minutes go, Stevens just can't open his eye. So, yeah, fight, no contest. You know what I mean? It's a a no contest. And it is crazy. The crowd are pissed. They are throwing bottles and and like plastic cups into the octagon, like Bisbing and um Brendan um uh Brendan um God what's his name Fitzgerald Brendan Fitzgerald and Michael Bisbing were the announcers and. Have to like firstly, goddamn Bisbin was wearing a sharp ass suit. That, that yo, his burgundy suit was Chris, you know what I mean? Um, but yo, they they had such good chemistry, they had become a really good commentary team. So they were great. They they were great, but yeah, they got man, they got the shit thrown at them. Like, Fitzgerald was hiding under the table trying to avoid it. It was insane. It was insane. So, Bisbin went in to and interviewed Rodriguez um, in the octagon, which seemed to appease the crowd somewhat. So once, though, you know what I mean, they heard from Rodriguez, it kind of settled things down a little bit. But yeah, that was crazy. But um, hopefully the fight can get rebooked for another time. You know, hopefully. Um, but yeah, the, um, the, the awards went to... Um, Esparza and Grasso got fight of the night, which, yeah, it was a great fight. I would have said it's between that fight and um, Askar Askarov and Brandon Moreno. Do you know what I mean? But either of those fights could have got fight of the night. And then performance of the night bonuses went to Stephen Pettersson for his spinning back fist knockout. And Paul Craig... For his rear naked choke submission. So yeah, good fight. It was a good card. So it was just a shame about the main event. But the the rest of the fight, yo, we had some real good fights. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things, really. But, yo, as always, people, yo, this shit don't stop. So next week, it's um, Fight Night 160 from Copenhagen. And we've got Jack Hermanson against Jared Kandanir as that main event. Which is like, oh, goddamn, that's a good fight. Also on the card, Gunnar Nelson against Gilbert Burns. Ion Kutalabra against Khalil Roundtree. Damn. Nicholas Dolby against Alex 
Olvera. Man, we got some good fights, people. So, um, yeah, tune in next Wednesday and we'll be breaking that one down. All right. Peace. Okay, people. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this is the end. Uh, but there's been a little bit of fight news. So, let's touch upon that. Um, so, a big bit of news. Daniel Cormier, one more fight in the UFC. And it's going to be against Stipe Miocic. So, um... The, the uh, I think the consensus is it will probably be beginning of 2020 as Stipe is just kind of getting over an eye injury that he sustained in the last fight. Um, yo, this is some quick news and I think it's going to happen sooner than people may have expected, but... It looks like the UFC is trying to rebook Yaya Rodriguez against Jeremy Stevens as the co-main event of UFC Boston. Which makes sense because the original co-main event, Calvin Cater against Zabit, um, that's been moved to UFC Moscow. So yeah, it would be a good fit. Bit of a shame it's not going to be a five-rounder, but it's good that the fight is being rebooked as quickly as this. Uh, Some other news. So, Rashad Evans is, um, yeah, he's, it sounds like he's looking to make a comeback, which is like, oh, okay. But yeah, looking to make a comeback. Um, so yeah, he's um, UFC released him from his contract, so he can sign with any promotion that he um, he wants. I don't think I want to see that. During the last few fights, what hard watches. But um, yeah, I guess you know these people got to do what they want to do, right? Um. Other news. So, um, some some interesting stuff. Max Holloway against um, Alexander Volkanovsky. The name for some reason I was thinking Brian, but Alexander Volkanovsky. Okay, so that fight has been set for um, December the fourteenth. So UFC 245. Ah, how good is that? So that means two title fights on that card. Uh, because that's the same card as Amanda Nunes against um, Jermaine Durandame. So yeah, that's looking like a tasty card. And the last card of um, Vegas for the year. So, yeah, that's pretty decent. Looking forward to that. Oh, my days. At the last um, 
UFC event, not this week's, last week's event, they put the promo out for um, Adesanya Whitaker. What a great promo. Oh my God. It was so good. And it was great because, you know, the fight is taking place at Marvel Stadium. And so the promo shot like a comic book. It was pretty awesome. It definitely had you jacked and ready for the fight, man. So that's pretty cool. Um, all right. So another bit of news. Right. So we've been hearing about this fight for a while, like calls for the fight. But it looked like it wasn't happening. But finally being announced, Brian Ortega finally coming back. And he will be fighting the Korean Zombie. And this is going to be the headline event for the, the, the UFC's South Korea card. Which will be the 21st of December. So that is the last card of 2019. Which is good. Because I thought December the 14th was the last card of the year. I'd forgotten about this one. So, um, yeah, it's good to get one more bit of UFC action in before the end of the year, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? So, looking forward to that. Hey, it's going to be a tough fight. Definitely going to be a tough fight. And be interesting to see if, um, you know, Ortega's got any ring rust or anything like that. But, um, you know, people, that's probably about it. There's not a whole, a gang whole lot of fights, you know what I mean, in the works or anything like that. But next event this weekend, live from Copenhagen. So it's going to be an earlier card over here in the UK. Uh, and the main event is middleweight contention Jack the Joker Hermanson against Jared the Killer Gorilla Killer uh, sorry Killer Gorilla Cannonier so that is a good one we've also got Gunnar Nelson against Gilbert Burns Iron Kutalaba against Khalil Roundtree it's gonna be a fun card people and you can hear it all here. So tune in next week for some more chin chat.